For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. Woo! Rebels, it's that time! Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. Good day, Rebels. All you powerful parents out there, hope you are having a great week. Got a good podcast for you today. It's a Moms on the Mic episode with producer Kay, the Atomic Mom, Laura, they're talking to Caroline Harries today. It is a really good program. Today's broadcast is sponsored by SaveTheStorks.com, my favorite pro-life organization, and Care Of at TakeCareOf.com, code word Rebel Parenting, for 25% off your first order. Topic today is infertility, and that affects so many people. It did for Laura and I. We did a bunch of interviews this summer in Texas with some couples that also experienced infertility. And uh, my goodness, we got such a response from that. So Caroline's coming on the podcast today to talk to moms about infertility and uh, that whole process. Great, great podcast. I think you're going to enjoy this. I think it'll help a lot of people. If you know someone struggling with infertility, this would be a good one to share. All right, here is Caroline Harries on today's Moms on the Mic edition of Rebel Parenting. Hi, everybody. Hello. We are moms on the mic this morning. Back in it. Back in the studio. It feels like it's been a while. Yeah, we had a little break, which was great. Summer break. That's right. Yeah. But by the time you hear this, it'll probably be fall. So (laughs) (laughs) Maybe people will be on their fall break. That's right. Well, today we have an amazing guest. She is phenomenal. Um, I don't Mm. know if you guys do Instagram. But it feels like most of the world does. But if you have a chance to follow her, this is Caroline Harries. And she is an amazing person to follow on Instagram. Not only is she inspiring, but she's very real. And she's just a wonder. So Mm. we just appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Yes. And I should say, follow her at Trusting in Due Time, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. I do love Instagram. (laughs) Yes. Well, I love it. You are like a girl after my own heart. Mm-hmm. I I totally track with you on so many things. And one thing is that you're a phenomenal athlete. So yeah, just touch on a little bit about who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I don't know about phenomenal, but I do love working out. That is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you do a lot of triathlons? And You know, I don't do a ton, but I've done probably 13 or 14. My next race, oh, I'm doing... That's, that's a ton. A ton. <laughs> that's a ton. <laughs> the next that's race crazy. I'm doing is a one-mile open-water swim, which oh, I is far and then it's a six mile run so i've been trying to get in the pool and build up some stamina there which is a pool swim and a lake swim right. is totally different so yeah. we'll see how this goes oh wow Good for you that's yeah. exciting i just started crossfit and it's hard okay. to sit or stand <laughs> or walk <laughs> yes i can't I imagine doing it's quite a funny to watch her yes <laughs> I know i still haven't tried crossfit but from what I hear, it's amazing. I don't know if I could keep up with that, but I should probably well, attempt. <laughs> the thing I love about it, it really curtails to where you are at, you know, any level. So I yeah. joined and I was out of shape. And so they work with me as an out of shape mom. And then as you get stronger, then they make it 
they curtail it to what you can do. Oh, that's good and to then know. you always feel like you accomplish something afterwards. Yeah. You're dead on the floor sitting in sweat. And so it's not like for me, I spent many years going to like 24 hour fitness and just kind of working out and then leaving the gym. And mm-hmm. I was just lucky to be in shape. But when now when I go to CrossFit, I always feel like I accomplished something. Aww. And that's such a great feeling. It is a great feeling. Such yeah. a good feeling. And yes. much like races where you're like, I did that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's Kristen's. And there's so many parallels to draw. I actually yep. talked about this on my blog this morning. <laughs> just all the parallels that can be drawn from the physical race and the spiritual race. And I just love it. So. Yeah, totally. Yes. And I'm running a half marathon next Saturday. So, okay. Yeah. So hopefully there's more. In sh- trying to get in shape. You look great in shape already, uh-huh. but we're yes. getting there. Yes. Yes. It's mm. a process. Yes. It is. Well, that's just one of the many awesome things about you. So a couple of other things. She is a founder of an organization that is much needed, unfortunately, mm. called Moms in the Making. And why don't you share a little bit about that? Yeah, so my husband and I got married eight years ago, and seven years ago, we decided we were ready for kids, and we're just met with this diagnosis of infertility, doctors telling us Mm. it would never happen, Mm. and you know, in that moment, we still had hope, but Mm. what was birthed was this ministry called Moms in the Making, so Mm. at the beginning, I had six women over in my living room who I knew were desiring to be mothers, but struggling. And that was in the August of 2013. Okay. And now here we are about, or June of 2013, excuse me. So now here we are six years into it and it has just kind of blown up in the best way possible. We now have 31 groups across the United States that are meeting in homes. And we do a lot through, of course, social media. We have an online group. We have a virtual group that kind of meets like this where we can see one another and people from all over the world join that. And then we have a conference every year. So our next conference is this October. Last year, we had women come from over 30 states and three countries. And what happens with infertility is so many people just focus on the medical side and the diagnosis. We really focus on bringing hope and focusing on what God's word says over the situation. And so our conference is worship and you know, we call them breakthrough sessions because we expect women to encounter him and receive awesome. breakthrough. And mm. so, yeah, that's kind of the high level overview of Moms in the Making. That is so great. Well, and it's so needed. Yeah. I know for me, I, Ryan and I struggled with infertility for about five years. Okay. But our infertility was a little different. They just called it secondary infertility. Yeah. yeah yes. I'm sure you've heard about it. Which is so common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, you know, I'm sure you can share more, but I think that women think that their desire isn't as important if they already Mm. have one and they're struggling to conceive with their second. Mm. And so we just come alongside, you know, the woman who is desiring their second, even if they already have one, you know, even miscarriage, miscarriages happen in one in four women, which is a crazy statistic. Yeah. So one in four women have a miscarriage and one in eight go through infertility. So we are just, just honored to provide a place of, again, not just, you know, complaining. We don't really do right, any right. of that, but just, just seeking God out and focusing on him, making him the gift and what we run after instead of the babies. So. That's mm. awesome. So how would a mom that's walking through infertility right now find a group near her? What would be the steps for that? 
Yeah, absolutely. The best way to really get involved and learn more is just to go to momsinthemakinggroup.com. On our website, we have all the information. We have a map of all our groups. We have conference information, all the ways to get involved. And then in addition, of course, we're on social media at Moms in the Making. Okay. And what do you think has been the cause of, has that increase of infertility and people having miscarriages, has that been an increase from when maybe our parents were alive? It just seems really high when you said that. I was like, wow, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know from a medical standpoint if it is actually higher. I think through the power of the internet, Mm. people are more talking about it. And still, I think it's something that a lot of women go through it just full of shame. And so it's not talked about more. Yes. You know, but what's interesting is I could go to an event not related to infertility at all. And the minute someone says, do you have kids? And I share a little bit of my story, all of a sudden they went through it and their, you know, cousin went through it. And so I think it's probably something that's being talked about more. And now obviously doctors are able to assist Mm -hmm. with medication that maybe they weren't able to do, you know, in the past. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Rebel Parenting. Hey Rebels, this portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Save the Storks. Save the Storks helps moms with an unplanned pregnancy. And that's my story. I was an unplanned pregnancy. My birth mom was 16 and faced an uphill battle. And a pregnancy resource center in her area helped her carry me all the way to fruition and then helped adopt me into my family. And Save the Storks helps pregnancy resource centers across the country with stork buses providing mobile ultrasound machines where four out of five moms choose life after seeing their baby on an ultrasound and hearing the heartbeat. Over 6,000 babies have been saved on stork buses. Please support Save the Storks with your prayers and visit savethestorks.com to become a monthly sponsor. Join the movement and help us revolutionize the meaning of pro-life. For more information, visit savethestorks.com. Welcome back to Rebel Parenting. Did you miss us? So you're the founder of Moms in the Making. Yes. Now you also have a podcast, which, man, I'm so glad I found it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I listened this morning. It was great. Yes. Well, and a huge passion of mine is Holy Spirit. And I've shared that with Rebel Parenting along the way of just encountering him. So I'd love for you to share a little bit of what he's been doing in your podcast lately and overall what your podcast is about. Mm. Yeah. So our podcast is called A Cup Full of Hope. So it's actually me and then a friend I met through Instagram who Uh we call each other like Insta strangers, (laughs) best friends. So I live in Dallas and my friend Jessica Satterfield lives in South Carolina. She herself is on the journey to motherhood. She does actually have three children through the gift of adoption and is eight years into believing for biological babies as well. And so again, we connected through Instagram really connected right away. And we started all these conversations. I don't know if you've heard of Voxer, the app. I have yeah, heard of it. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Okay. So we use it all day long and it's really just an app where it's not like you're calling each other. It's more like a walkie talkie. So right. I can right. box her if you will. And she will message me back, but it's okay. all audio. 
And anyways, we just found ourselves, I mean, we don't talk about the fluff and puff. We would just preach like mm-hmm. every day about yeah. what God's doing and how we're seeing the Holy Spirit work and mm-hmm. just testimonies and obviously encouraging one another and just all things life and faith and fertility related. And so out of that was birthed a cup full of hope. Okay. And our heart is just, you know, again, so many, because we are so immersed in a community of women who feel hopeless. Yes. Our heart is to bring hope to situations that, hey, these situations look really dead. Right. Doctors have given us, you know, an impossible chance at conceiving, but we, in the middle of it all, can still have hope because of Jesus who lives inside of us. Mm. And so it's actually not a podcast fertility related. Obviously, we touch on that every now and then. But it's really conversations overflowing with power and encouragement. Mm. And so it's still fairly new. We're about 20 episodes in. And it has just been such a joy. Mm. And even now, we'll box each other. And we're like, oh, we should have hit record on that. (laughs) (laughs) We're just sharing all of that. So we are so passionate about the word. We're so passionate just about the message that God is good, that Mm. you can encounter him, that you can Mm. have a friendship, an intimate friendship with him. And so... We're just sharing what it looks like, you know, practically, and we're going to just be going through different series. So we just did a series on the Holy Spirit. We're about to release one on authority next, and we'll just be going through different topics like healing and, you know, our words have power, Mm. all sorts of stuff. So it's been a blast. Oh, it's so awesome. awesome. It's so needed. Yes. Yes. Uh, Well, if you want to check it out, go on iTunes, A Cup Full of Hope, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, that's Uh. it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, I wanted to go back to the infertility just a little bit because I think we haven't touched on a lot of that on our program. And I think now hearing how many people have been affected by it, I was just wondering in the middle of it, like when you're angry and upset and hopeless, what's some of the things that you have found that have really helped you walk in the path, maybe either back to God or not that you leave him, by means, but right. just finding that hope again, mm-hmm. because I know for me, I, I lived in that despair. I had four miscarriages and by the fourth time I was just done. I was like, yeah. I don't want to even have sex anymore. I don't want to get pregnant. Yeah. Yes. Just, I was done. And then mm-hmm. luckily God gave us another child after that. Yeah. And we weren't done, but I do remember feeling that despair and not wanting to talk about it and just don't ask one of those things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Several things, you know, really going back to August of 2013, I think it was, was really a key turning point that I like to share with people because before that we were about a year and a half into our journey and just feeling miserable, honestly. Mm, Right. What happened in that moment was, and I'll shorten it up. Basically I had a dream and I woke up feeling devastated. And Mm. in that moment, the Lord was really saying, Hey, Caroline, you're trying to control this. Mm. You're acting like a toddler who's throwing a tantrum and I can't help you the way you're acting. Like I, as a parent can't come in and love on you Mm. and help you in the season until you are able to surrender it over to me. And so that Mm. really was the turning point of me going from hopeless to hope. It was the turning point of me being miserable all the time to me being again overflowing with joy So I would say surrender has been key on our journey, but (laughs) even practically, 
I choose to worship pretty much all day long. I have worship on. I think, you know, when we're worshiping God, we can't be whining and complaining at the same time. My focus and my adoration is completely turned towards him. Mm -hmm. And it's not on what I haven't yet received. You know, I really decided pretty early on that I didn't want to look back, whether it was two years or 10 years or however long, and think what a waste. I wanted to look back and think, no, that was the most fruitful season of my life. Yeah. And there was spiritual fruit being produced, you know, which is really all John 15. When we're connected to the vine, we will Mm. be producing fruit, even if it's not the physical fruit. So I think being in a community of believers who is hope-filled and encouraging and believing with us, Mm -hmm. again, worshiping and praising God and making him the focus, not Mm. the babies and surrendering have been just three key things for us. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. That's awesome. I have a friend that taught me worship is your weapon. Yes. And amen. I love that because it's such a lightness about it instead of like, well, I'm going to get after it. <laughs> you yeah. know, yes. it's like, oh, wait, if I just surrender and just worship who he is, then that changes everything coming from a place of rest versus a place of striving to change Absolutely. things on your own. Mm-hmm. So that's it awesome. Really- it really does change everything. I mean, miracles come out of a place of rest. And mm-hmm. I think we think that if we try hard enough or yep. if we eat a certain diet, I went mm-hmm. through everything. I've, I've tried it all. I've mm-hmm. tried the acupuncture, <laughs> I've tried the essential oils. I've tried the crazy diets. So and did I. I. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it was miserable. Yeah. And thankfully, again, I had a revelation, but I think there's something so powerful when we choose to worship him and he is worthy of all of our worship. You know, yeah. when we're in heaven, we're all going to be worshiping him. There's going to be no sacrifice, but now here on earth, we get to offer a sacrifice of praise. Mm. And there's something about, even when I don't feel like it, the shift that happens when I decide to do it anyways. So, and just real quick, do you sing out loud and things like that? Oh yes. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. I will be dancing around my house. Yeah. That's awesome. Sometimes I mean my husband were on the same page completely. He's not much as a dancer to worship <laughs> as I am, but I'll be yeah. jumping and praising uh, and just shouting awesome. and, and I think there's something so powerful about right. corporate worship, but there's yeah. also something so powerful about being just you and God, you know, mm-hmm. just you two. So yeah. for sure. Personal private worship, yeah. as we call it. Yes. Yes. And have you encountered much of uh, just in your own story and working with others on the dad's side, the father's mm. side? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. So we kind of joke, my husband several years ago tried to, I wouldn't say start, but tried to host a dad's in the making. And they like went to a restaurant and I don't know, had a beer and <laughs> watched basketball. Like, it's just it looks different and yeah. i think i think some women don't understand that it is completely different for the man and the woman not saying the man's not involved not saying he doesn't care not saying yeah. he's not hurting mm-hmm. but at the end of the day you know our bodies are different what i have to go through as a monthly reminder if i'm still not pregnant my husband right. doesn't understand and so you know, we do try to get the men involved, but our ministry really, unfortunately, or fortunately, maybe is more geared towards the women. Now mm. we do offer, you know, at our conference, we'll offer a session for marriage and mm. we do acknowledge, okay, what are ways to like, I don't know, keep your marriage a priority in the midst of this journey. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we do gear towards the women. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Have you had any experience with people that have struggled with the infertility that 
maybe have ended up in divorce or separated of things of that nature because the pain is too big or they just can't figure it out? You know, I can't think of anyone that comes to mind, which I'm not saying, I'm sure that is the case. Maybe not the circles I'm running in and not saying Christians don't get divorced. We all know they do. So I don't know if I can, no one comes to mind, but I know it, it, for some marriages, it takes a huge toll for my marriage specifically it's brought us together and closer. Mm-hmm. And again, that's a decision that we've had to make and work at. Yeah. And it's understandable why it takes a toll. You know, for my husband and I, we're not pursuing medical treatment. But for couples who are and who are mm. trying to time and who are on all these medications and drugs and have to have intercourse at a certain time, yeah. I can imagine that that is very taxing, especially mm. the longevity of it. Yeah. And mm. financially taxing. Financially. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes. So one more thing is that you're an author and yeah. I would love to dive into this amazing cover and book. We love devotion. the cover. <laughs> In oh, due I time. I about the cover. <laughs> oh, I want to hear it. Yeah. Well, so th- so let's us. see. I wrote that book in 2016. It really was birthed out of a blog I started. The Lord, one week into our infertility journey, told me to start a blog, and I laughed. My background <laughs> is actually finance and marketing, and yes. I, like, all growing up, just struggled to write. And so... It's one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, this is the Lord because you would right. never come up with this yep. idea. Oh, for own. real. For sure. And yeah. And so I, anyway, started a blog, add a blog, came into Time Devotional. What's crazy is that launched in 2016, but that picture my husband took with his phone in our backyard in like 2012. Oh. Like, there was a bird's nest and he just went out there and snapped a picture and that's it. Oh, I like, love no, it. Photoshop or anything. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. That it is makes awesome. me like it even more. I know. I know. So, you know, the Lord just interweaves all the details and is just mm. so sweet like that. He knew we would need that picture and that's kind of my braiding is the bird's nest and stuff. So, yes. yeah, it fit perfect. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Rebel Parenting. Hey, Rebels, this part of the podcast is brought to you by Care Of, one of our new sponsors. The website is takecareof.com. The code word is Rebel Parenting, 25% off your first month. It's hard to get back into a healthy routine when you've been out of it for a while. And Laura and I know this. We've been out of working out. We just joined a new gym. And I wanted to kickstart it, so I've been trying to figure out what vitamins and supplements to take. And so I went to my doctor, he did a blood panel, and he's recommended some things. And right about that time, Care Of called and said, we want to sponsor the podcast. And they provide uh, supplements, vitamins, and they've got a really neat online quiz you can take. And I was a little skeptical, but I went through the online quiz, filling out the things that I want to do. I want to lose weight, gain muscle, and help sleep, and uh, have some stress, stuff like that. They came back with virtually the exact same thing my doctor came back with after the blood panel. Uh, He said I needed magnesium and vitamin D, creatine, protein powder. They came back with the exact same thing, and I was stoked. It makes it so easy, so convenient, shipped it right to our door, and they've got great tasting flavors. We just mix it up in our tumblers, take it throughout the day. It's really been a huge help, and what I really look forward to Uh, look for in a company like this is the transparency. Where are the supplements coming from? How are they packaged? How are they brought to you? And they've got all of that on there. It's takecareof.com, code word, Rebel Parenting. Welcome back to Rebel Parenting. Did you miss us? 
let's dig in a little bit to the the devotional. Yeah. I love it because you can apply this to so many things. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all in a season of waiting for something, whether yeah. it's a dream, it's children, it's finances, it's healing. So I think that this book really touches on so many areas that we're all walking in. So mm-hmm. if you want to share a little bit more about your book and how it can benefit so many people. Yeah, absolutely. So again, you know, it was really birthed out of my blog and it is a 60 day devotional. My hope in writing it is, you know, that anyone could pick it up and mm-hmm. who has just five minutes a day and be encouraged because mm-hmm. like you said, the reality is we're all in a difficult season. We're all waiting. Mm-hmm. Obviously there's mountaintops and valley seasons for sure, but mm-hmm. most people are again, waiting on a husband or a spouse right. or a baby. Yep. And so you know, or even just experiencing heartache and loss. And mm-hmm. so it's mm. just a, a book that any age and any gender could pick up and be yeah. encouraged. Yes, mm. absolutely. And where can people find it? Yeah, so it's on Amazon. You can just type in In Due Time and it will pop up. You can also find it on my website. If you just Google In Due Time, Caroline, it will pop up there too. Okay, mm. yes. good to know. What was your favorite part about writing the book? Oh, I don't think you don't I have it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It was I'm like, I mean, labor of I love. acted like the toddler the whole time and kicked and screamed. And <laughs> I don't know. Um, I probably, when it was printed and finished, was my favorite part. <laughs> That's awesome. And done. Completed. Uh, That'll be you when you write your book. That's true. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It was exciting for about five seconds. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So much work. It is yeah. a labor of love. But it is for sure. I was reading about in Isaiah, like the promises that He's spoken over you, mm-hmm. and how even if we don't see Him play out, like for mine, mine would be I'll be vulnerable. I have a weird, unknown, autoimmune, basically flare up that comes every month, and mm-hmm. nobody has figured out what causes it, Mm -hmm. where it's come from. And it's been a long journey for a long time, nine years. And I've seen multiple doctors, multiple specialists, multiple natural, functional, holistic, you you name it, (laughs) you name it. And nothing really has healed it. And so I loved just being reminded through the devotional of the promises that he has given of you are healed by your stripes, you are healed and taking that. And one part in particular that really struck me was you said, have you taken your frustration that it hasn't happened basically to him? And I think so much of what I struggle with is, but I don't really want to bring that to him. I just want to be mad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I don't want to take that frustration the all of that and be like look at all we have done and it's still not happening because Mm. it's like he doesn't know that already right (laughs) you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so i just appreciate it so reminded of that just this week because my husband every night is like okay what's on your schedule for, for tomorrow what do you have going on and probably about six months ago, I gave him access to my calendar so he Mm -hmm. can see, you know, all my meetings and appointments. And Mm -hmm. so it's interesting because every 
night he still asked me and part of me is like you have access to it but yeah. what he's desiring is that conversation with me right, right. it's like that yes. one-on-one I want to talk to you about it I want to like build this place of intimacy and I think so often we think with the Lord like well you already know so why right. should I talk to you about it but he's mm-hmm. like no I desire to have this conversation and to be honest and right. to talk about all the things so mm. I think we all need those reminders yes absolutely yeah so what have been some of the breakthroughs that you have experienced in the last eight years with the Lord? That's good. That's a great question. I mean, if you knew me eight years ago, you'd be like, who is this chick compared <laughs> to who I am now? So I bet. Was, like, even in the last year, I would say it's been one of the hardest years just with different stuff going on. And I have grown so mm. much. And mm. it has honestly been so fun. I'm like, Jesus is so fun. Mm. And again, it's been a choice to not be bitter and not turn the other way. And yeah. so I would say the biggest breakthrough is just how far I've come in my relationship with the Lord, mm. you know, specific to moms in the making just within our Dallas group, we've seen over 65 babies. Of women, yeah. Of women who have walked into my living room are told, you know, there's no chance or there's little chance women who have just been waiting years and years. So 65 babies have that gives come. Me the I Dallas just got chills too. That's amazing. It's just multiplication, and yeah. And what's even more beautiful than that is those women whose hearts have been healed, right? Because mm-hmm. you know our heart obviously is we want to celebrate those babies, but even more so are the women who came in thinking their identity was their infertility, and they find out their identity is who God says they are. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so we've just celebrated just so much life. You know, when you expand it to our online audience and our other groups, it's hundreds and hundreds of babies that we've been able to celebrate. That's so. Powerful. That's a huge win, and yeah. honestly, I would say a big breakthrough for yep. me would just be the book and the podcast, just everything that has been birthed out of the wait. It's just been amazing. So mm. in the waiting, I was going to say, what would you like to end on, and how to encourage women that are struggling either with infertility or something that they're really holding on to? Struggling in the waiting. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, I mean, today's yeah. culture, no one likes to wait. We don't no. wait. We got Amazon now. We got everything at a click of our finger. That's true. Isn't I mean, I think true. we just needing to teach our children how to wait yes. or teaching the next generation how to wait. Yeah. That's I mean, that, that alone would be powerful. Yeah. I think there's something about embracing it, not being lazy about it, mm. not saying I'm just going to kick up my feet and watch TV all day long, <laughs> but understanding that this season isn't going to be this way forever. Right. And honestly, I mean, I know I keep saying this, but we all have a choice. Every day I get to wake up and decide if I'm going to spend that morning time with Jesus or if I'm going to turn on the Today Show or yeah. whatever it is. And so I think it's this opting in and making a choice mm. to God. I don't like the season I'm in. This isn't easy. I don't like how things look and yeah. where I'm going, but I'm going to choose to run to you. And again, I couldn't have done it without the community that I'm a part of, without the church I'm attending. And so mm. I think it's surrounding yourself with like-minded, hopeful believer believers who will point you to God's word and who will remind you of God's promises. And yeah, I, it's all the little things too, like listening to worship music all day. You know, my husband and I, we don't watch TV at mm-hmm. all yeah. or listen to anything that's not Christian or 
and people think we're crazy, mm-hmm. but what goes in is going to be what comes out. You right, know? And right. We garbage in, garbage out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so we're all about sowing seeds of the kingdom, and we know that that's why we're reaping the fruit we're reaping mm-hmm. of joy and patience and peace. And so we're just very careful with how we spend our time, what we do, what we watch, what we listen to, and it really does yeah. make such a difference in mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thank you so much, Caroline. We appreciate yeah, it. Just love your ministry. I'm so. I wish I could have had your ministry like yeah. eight, fifteen. Well, I don't know how many years ago now. Ten to twelve years ago. But yeah. I just bless you and thank mm-hmm. you so much for what you're doing and encouraging others. And just pray that it continues to grow and go yes. where you want it Amen. to go. Thank you so much. It's been such an honor to be on here. And just thank you for allowing me to share. I appreciate y'all. Totally. Thanks, Caroline. (laughs) Thank you. Our special thanks to Caroline Harries for coming on the podcast today. Appreciate that so much. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for sharing these tough subjects with your friends. I think it really does help. It helps us. If it helps us, I think it'll help you all too. Thanks to our sponsors, The Voice of the Martyrs at persecution.com, helping those being persecuted for the gospel for more than 50 years. Thanks to Care Of at TakeCareOf.com, Code Word Rebel Parenting, and SaveTheStorks.com, my favorite pro-life organization. God bless Rebels. We'll see you soon. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting.